Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame. The highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons that we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. So, being kept in the dark... I've been on both sides of that. I've done it and I felt it and neither feels good. The pain of betrayal is truly awful. And again, I've been on both sides. My guest Kate Weston and I are discussing all this and more today. Okay, so it is 2003. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 2003 um you know when i think about when i think about the mid noughties other than like the toxic culture of sort of heat magazine and the rest of it is um the absolute banging music that was pounding against the walls of my um dormitory at boarding school did you make it relatable <laughs> did you know did, did you listen to the song where's my jumper which is the only thing i can remember from that time then <laughs> or maybe i did that's what we're gonna do afterwards <laughs> the only lyrics are where's my jumper oh yeah. fantastic <laughs> oh sorry they say songwriting <laughs> Uh, but it is 2003 and we are in Harpenden. Is that it? Harpenden? Harpenden. Harpenden. Yeah. Fuck's sake, I literally said that about five times when we started recording. <laughs> Harpenden. In Hertfordshire. We're thinking it's like October, November, which is very seasonal for right now. And we do October. Why am I going on this spiel? But October is my favourite month of the year in the UK. I think it's absolutely beautiful. That's one. So I can't wait to see how we're going to ruin it right now. <laughs> but we're in a, a pizza. Do you say a pizza restaurant? We're in a, a pizza shop. A pizza um, shop. Is there a, t- <laughs> a little... A, it was sort of a tiny little shop where we made the pizzas and then sent them out for delivery. Oh. It was very, very small. Cute. Okay. Um, I like... Okay. It was a franchise, but I won't mention the name of the brand. Did it rhyme with Smizzer Express? <laughs> no, it did not, actually. <laughs> um, but in this moment, why do you think you've got no friends? Um, so in this moment, I have just found out that uh, my ex-boyfriend, who I am still very in love with, Mm. um, has been sleeping with one of my friends. No. 
um, one of my friends who I had been telling everything about how much I still loved this person. No. Someone who I was quite close to, who I trusted. And I'd found out that not only were they sleeping together, but that everyone knew except for me. Um, and that they purposefully hadn't told me because they knew I'd be upset about it. But obviously, that is not the way you go about it. Oh, my God. Um, oh. So I quite literally felt like I had no friends. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, uh, yeah, it was quite, it was quite um, a dark day. And I, and I remember I was working. I was making pizzas. Right. And um, the friend in question's brother worked with me. And he, and also my ex worked there as well. Ah! And my ex would deliver the pizzas. And he'd gone on a delivery and her brother, I'm trying so hard not to name their names. Okay. And so, uh, uh, if that happens, we'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put something over the top. <laughs> my friend, Jennifer. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, so I'm making pizzas <clears throat> and he says, so-and-so, my ex, mm. has gone on a delivery to his sister. Mm -hmm. um, he'll be a while because they, you know, have this thing going on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, what? And he said to me, yes, she, she calls quite frequently now and orders a pizza and sits in the room and waits for him to come up to bed to deliver it. And apparently he was delivering a pizza in more ways than one. Well, Jesus. Yeah. I so. hope she gave him a hefty tip. <laughs> so. I think that was the problem. <laughs> I mean, and um, he, and he, this person who revealed this to you mm. was unaware of your history? Una unaware of our history because we were not very close. We were more just work colleagues. Sure. Yeah. Um, he was quite a bit older than me. And also, so. Oh this um, this ex-boyfriend, we'd actually only... So here's, oh. <laughs> here's where it gets weird, is that we'd actually only dated technically for a few weeks, but there'd been this sort of on-again, off-again thing that had yeah. gone on <clears throat> and gone yeah. on and gone on for years, and I'd just been besotted with him. Yeah. And so when it didn't last, I was very kind of like... I was gutted mm, and I didn't mm, understand. Mm, mm -hmm. um, and, you, and you don't have to reveal, but... Oh, because you know my age is floundering all over the internet. But how old? How old were you in this moment? I was eighteen. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. So it was pretty grim, and I just remember standing there thinking, like, what the hell? Like everyone knew, and I felt so stupid. I felt like gutted, and I had that whole kind of like immediate thought of like, why? And I. Why am I so, like, ugly was my first yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, why, <clears throat> you know, um, why has this happened to me? And that was sort of like that um, sort of one of the things that people said to me when I said, like, you know, I'm gutted. Why do more people not think, like, it's okay for me to be upset about this? Because mm. people were just very much like, yeah, we knew about it, you know. Mm, mm. And they were like, well, to be honest, you're taking a really long time to get over that relationship, which is something that was a pattern in my life, which is, you know, I was then diagnosed with borderline personality disorder when I was 30. So 12 years later. Oh, 
My and good God, we can talk so much about this. This is so exciting. The little, <laughs> the little jerk I just had in my heart is unlike anything I've experienced in the year or so I've been doing this podcast. <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm obviously not like, oh, well, good for you. But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm very Yay! excited. I'm really excited to discuss that more. Um, yeah. yeah, people going, you're, you're taking a very long time to get over this, which had been a pattern. Um, yeah. I will I will always say when people go, um, uh, I've had this breakup, it's really fucking awful, um, but we were only together five months. I'm always like, nah, those ones suck. They do, for those some reason it's more. suck because you haven't had the space and time to explore it. Mm-hmm. There's so much that's been left undone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time when we enter into any kind of relationship or situation or whatever i mean whatever the fuck you want to call it um <laughs> people use a get out clause all the time but like we especially when you're very young you do envisage sort of this future mm. and then when that gets dashed it's very difficult to build a new one outside of that and um we can talk much more about borderline personality which i'm, I'm so excited to do but <laughs> it's um with borderline it's uh it's a, it's a, it's a black and white mentality. Yeah. And so it is an all or nothing response. Mm. And so when people say there is no kind of gray area around this, there's no kind of nuance. And there's also, it is, it is very much one minded. You are very directed on one thing. And so when that is dashed, it is devastating. It's devastating. devastating. And it's also kind of like, to me, it's always been a kind of a, so I think in relationships, they have felt like they've sort of, validated who I am yeah in a way 100 percent. yeah and then when that goes away mm. it's not only the relationship's gone but it's like your self-worth yeah. your who you are your sort of all of your kind of like the things you've built yourself on yeah because you feel like some by being in that relationship someone else is essentially saying you're okay yeah like you're a good person you're worthy enough I'm, I'm choosing yeah. you yeah yeah and I feel like um, that like pattern carried on for so long, obviously, because I didn't get diagnosed till I was 30. Mm. But in this situation, it was so kind of because we'd been friends before we dated, because it was such a, you know, long, slow burn up to going mm. out. And then it was mm. cut so quickly and he just moved on so quickly to someone else it felt particularly like yeah devastating yeah but I would also say one of the things reflecting on it as I've got older mm. is that I don't place any like hatred or blame on either parties I do not think badly of those people because right. I do think you fall in love with someone mm-hmm. and you can't be you know if you fall in love with someone you can't be in control of that yeah and also I think it's as you get older you realize things are more complex people cannot just be you know you you aren't just a good person yeah like people are gray areas yeah and being a good person and a bad person and that sort of thing are like very difficult yeah and I think that's one of the things that you sort of like when you're a teenager you you don't necessarily see as easily yeah but when you're older, you realise you kind of go, you know, I've done things I'm not proud of. Like, we've all done things we're not proud of. Yeah. And you can't be a wholly good person. No. It, it's impossible. No. Unless you're a robot. Th- yes. 
And even they are, you know, planning to take over the world. So, you know, they've got malicious intent. They do. (laughs) Um, But I think that is such an important thing to talk about. Mm. Um, And one of the reasons why I do like to talk so openly about the mistakes made in the past, about being like, no one is perfect. And most of the time we're all just doing the best that we can. Yeah. And we, the Richter scale of, fuck up does vary but everyone fucks up in some way and to be able to observe that and not hold um anger and blame and hatred towards these people i think is 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 really brilliant um and it's a difficult thing to do it's a difficult yeah. thing to do because when you've been hurt and it's also hard when you have been hurt and people around you are going uh, are kind of going why are you hurt yeah that's fucking don't, hard like don't be hurt because you weren't together very long so yeah. and also that's a kind of like uh someone else can't understand what you're feeling so you feel even more isolated mm. and it gets it goes even sort of deeper and i spent a lot of time around this time being like well one i've literally felt like I had no friends yeah and two like just going what's wrong with me yeah yeah like yeah. why and I felt for a very long time like I had to be fixed as a person yeah and I try and find so this is why I did stand up comedy as well because I was very much like if I can go on stage and I can make people laugh and I'm being accepted by people that is validation yeah and also consequently why I stopped doing stand-up comedy for a while because I was like if I'm taking all my validation from something which is so unstable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so beggar. <laughs> so fucking beggar. I remember someone coming up to me after a gig once and saying to me, do you want to know why I didn't laugh? And I was like, God, what? no. What the <laughs> fuck? I was like, do you want me to come to your work and tell you why I think you're not good at your what? jobs? Unprovoked. Oh, my God. Um, That's like when my dad tries to give me, like notes on acting i'm like fuck off <laughs> you need to you need to i think when you smile less so he would i remember my dad would like come see things when i was at drama school and then the next day send me a long text giving me notes he's never acted he's never done he's never done shit all to do with that and i was like but what? what also that's not what he's there for he's he's there to go well done you were really good he's i'm so proud literally there to go you were you were the best thing yeah you were the best thing even if i'm not you were yeah. the best thing that's literally the the point do you want me to tell you why i didn't laugh no <laughs> i never asked that question ever again yeah um it's, it's like it's like it's like hitting someone in the car and going do you want to know why i didn't break <laughs> <laughs> the thing is though and this is one of the things that makes me a horrible person is that if someone did that i would laugh so hard <laughs> So I'd be like, what? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> you so probably hospitalise me. <laughs> and <Don't> yet. <laughs> yeah. Enlighten me. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah. Uh, what I want to know is what happened... Because um, I am so very familiar with the feeling when something comes into your body, a shock like that. Mm. Um, and the... I I know for one when I've 
been in the situation similar. Like my hands have stopped working. My body's stopped working. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to roll out any kind of dough or. Oh, I did not. I, I left. <clears throat> I was like, I have to, I have to go. Um, where, where did you go? I did the long walk home. Yeah. And I remember, vividly remember just going, I have to get out of here. I have mm. to get away from here. I didn't know where to go and I was like, I'm going to go home. But mm. also I didn't want to go home because I had that feeling of like, there's nowhere I could be right now that's going to make this any better. Yeah. There's no one I can talk to that's yeah. going to make it better. There's nothing, anything, like yeah. there's nothing that can make this better. Yeah. And I remember just sitting there thinking what like my, my overriding thought was like hating myself mm. as well mm. for mm. not being more attractive not being not good being enough better. literally yeah. just not being good enough why the fuck can i not be good enough exactly yeah. that is the exact feeling yeah. that you know um and it's the exact so when we'd broken up a little while before i remember at the time just being so cross with myself so 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 angry with yeah. myself yeah and it was like that but times like a hundred yeah because it wasn't just the relationship it was friendships as well yeah and it was like why does no one give a shit? Yeah. Why does no one care? Yeah. Why am I so unlovable yeah. Yeah. that even my friends don't care about this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like a real, yeah. <laughs> but I do remember when he broke up with me and um, mm. my cat hit him in the face. Fucking yes, he did. He tried to put his arm around me on the sofa and my cat <laughs> knocked him. <laughs> like Sex in the City, the movie. which Charlie goes, no! <laughs> you do not. No! <laughs> no. <laughs> it was properly like that, and I, I've never been prouder in yeah. my life. You're going, I'm going to try, oh, and put your arm No, fuck, like, oh, like, do not, do not comfort me when you are the one hurting yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely Don't not. make yourself feel better here. No. Um, it's, uh, I don't know if, if, uh, if, if you've ever, actually, because it was a really bad toxic trait of mine. Um, and something that I'm actually, I am, I'm, I'm trying very hard not to be embarrassed by it because I'm like, I just, I know that I was really super unwell. Mm -hmm. But when, um, cause I've had as well, those feelings of like, no one gives a shit. No yeah. one fucking cares. No one, no one sees me. No, like, no, like I could evaporate and no one would care. Yeah. And so sometimes <clears throat> I would do things, literally do things, like go, or even have the thought of going, I could just go missing. I could walk away and see if anyone would notice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's quite a, um, not to like stereotype, but I think mm. that is quite a BPD thing It as is, well. yeah. Because I, I was I was misdiagnosed with BPD. Really? Um, but I have the traits I've got, um, CPTSD. Okay. And yeah. CPTSD and BPD often get Cause they, mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, exactly that. So it's um it's there's big big crossovers between it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I used to do that. I used yeah. to do that a lot. When I was when I was much younger I would do it and then I would feel awful about it and I mm. would be like I have to not do that. Um and I think there's sort of no shame in admitting that that because it's part of Yeah. It's part of being unwell. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. And you know, I think also the thing with BPD um is when I was diagnosed, I there wasn't a lot of information about it. Mm. And all I read was like people with BPD are manipulative, they're yeah. like not very Angry, nice. Angry, aggressive. Yeah. 
And I thought to myself, okay, so this is like my worst nightmare. I am a bad person. Because one of the things when you have BPD is that you have a kind of like a, your um, ability to sort of know who you are Mm. is kind of affected and you don't really know who you are when you sort of flounder about a bit. Mm. And so to be told you've got BPD and then to to read those traits Mm. as a first off, are like, okay, so who I am is an awful person. Yeah. Like, terrible person. Yeah. And I remember sitting there going, well, I can never tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is so bad. And then it moved on to, like, because I was single at the time, and being like, how am I ever going to have a relationship? Because I feel like I need to confess this to someone when they meet me, because they need to know. Yeah. Like, that they're going out with an awful, manipulative, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like going, by the way, I've served time in jail yeah it 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 feels similar to like that um but obviously that is not what borderline personality disorder is and um that like whole misconception is so dangerous and so awful and really like is probably i think the first thing they should say to you when you get diagnosed (laughs) it's the thing like with bpd uh, there's this big um misconception that a lot of there's like really angry really aggressive and Mm. yeah there are um, there are some people who suffer with BPD who who really who do who do struggle with that, um, but it is not a as I say all the time a one size fits all phenomenon. It it does it affects in very different ways, um, and I know that one of the reasons when they thought that I had BPD was because my anger that I had and I think similarly like to you what you said it never went outward it was never directed at other people it was never aggressive ever Mm. ever ever it went inward in such a way that I wanted to tear my body in half yeah um and it is such an overwhelming feeling of self-hatred that you you I'm being like I want to I want to rip out my hair yeah, because you don't want to be yourself. No, not you at want all. to. You want to be someone different, and you want to recreate yourself to be this better person. But you reach a point where you're like, I can't seem to do this. I cannot yeah. seem to be a person like everyone else is being. Mm. And you see the rest of the world getting on with things, and you go, I cannot be a person. I'm not a person. Yes, yes, I'm not a proper person. I'm not a person. And I think that's like, just. I mean. It's savage. Like, it it's really awful. Yeah. And a lot of my friends, when I told them about the diagnosis, were like, but you're not aggressive. You're like one of the... Yeah. Like, they were like, you avoid confrontation yeah, exa- to exactly. the... Yeah, exactly. You're like, the, like, you're the opposite of that. Yeah. They're yeah. like, to the point where you will actively sit in discomfort for hours on yeah, end yeah, 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 just yeah, yeah, to yeah. not, you yeah. know. And, um, and I really questioned it for a while. And then I started having sort of group therapy for it. And I was like, huh, maybe this doesn't mean what I thought it meant, Mm, mm. for one. And for two, maybe a lot of it does sort of make sense and, you know, that's okay. But one of the things I also really hated about it was this sort of notion of, like, if you have a mental illness, you have to fix it. Yeah, yeah. And if you can't fix it, then you are beyond help. Yeah. Like, there's been points with NHS therapists and stuff where they've been like, you've had all the therapy we can give you, there's nothing else we can do. We're not sure what else we can do for you. Yeah. And I've been like, okay, so I'm essentially beyond yeah. any kind of help or beyond, and that makes you feel even worse. Yeah. Um, it's just depressing, believe- isn't it? Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's amazing. Because, like, you're going, you're beyond help, which mm. is a very, not particularly helpful thing to say. 
yeah. and is of course never the case um and like and it's a difficult thing to say to someone with bpd because like i said at the start it's such a um it's such a black and white mentality and a and a and uh, sort of like extremes that you will take that to the like if I'm beyond help then I am there well I might as well like it's 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 there's horrendous nothing there's do. nothing and there's no kind of and it's very very difficult to um for your brain to kick in and be rational um I think the one way I've heard it described and um I'll see if I can sort of explain it as best as I can to listeners is um if we have a sort of, if you look so, I had, imagine like a bar chart and there is a maximum and a minimum. Um, there is, and we have like happiness, sadness. What's another, anger. <laughs> I like <laughs> things, things like that. Um, and everyone like, and I don't want to say normal because I don't like the word normal, yeah. but the average person's um, level of emotion will hover somewhere around the middle. We'll hover somewhere around the middle. Um, BPD and things like that, and CPTSD as well, you have a huge excess. It goes way above the maximum of like intensity mm -hmm. and a huge bang on Alaskan vitamin D deficiency of, yeah. um, I think it was, they called it proportionality, which I'm pretty sure isn't a word, but it kind of does explain <laughs> it. The meaning that when things happen, you are not able it, it, it to the outside eye to someone who doesn't understand it will look like you are being you are reacting way out of proportion to the situation yeah um which is obviously very difficult for people to witness but at the same time you, when you are feeling you can't stop it and you, and you can't kick in your brain and go I know I'm I know I'm not I'm I'm being what the fuck it, I, I'm not out of proportion what's like not being rational I'm not being, being rational, rational here yeah. yeah yeah I'm not being rational and even though you can kind of like there's a little voice in your brain going you know you're not being rational it doesn't matter your nervous system's gone like yeah fucking nemesis inferno on you yeah it's um it's it's and it's really really awful it's it's horrendous it's scary because you don't feel like you're in control of it yeah completely and also it's knackering. And also then I would have these like periods of like sort of stability where I could read a book and I yeah. feel like really calm and then it'd go off again. And I'd be like, this needs to stop happening because I cannot. I'm just exhausted. Yeah, I'm knackered. Yeah. And I was trying to hold down a, you know, like a full-time job and like yeah. trying to be like everyone else. Like, and I'd see, you know, everyone around me like, thriving at mm, life mm. and I'm just there like you know barely able to get out of bed in the morning because I can go from like waking up in the morning and going I think everything's fine yeah to two seconds later everything is the absolute pit of despair yeah. I'm an awful person yeah. I don't deserve to be here like everything is just mm -hmm. terrible mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then by the end of the day you could be like I'm having a great time yeah, this yeah, is yeah, brilliant. yeah yeah oh my god this is fantastic and like and you do sort of sit in that emotion as well mm. um you've i think we find it quite difficult to um the time is living it is it sort of very much living in 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 the moment of your emotion mm. um and 
a lot of the time, and I've said this before, when you are really down in it and it can happen literally on the turn of a sixpence, it goes boop and you're there. Um, yeah. It's And people go, it's going to be okay. It's like trying to, it's like telling someone who is really, really cold to just imagine being hot. Yeah. And you're like, that does not work. It doesn't work. I can't. It's not going to make me, I'm, I'm freezing my tits off. Imagining a fire is not helping me. No. It's just, um, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's so rough. It's so rough. And I think wildly misunderstood. Mm. Wildly, wildly misunderstood. And uh, I also heard a statistic because BPD is diagnosed much more in women than it is in men. Is. Yeah. And a lot of and a lot of the men in prisons actually suffer from BPD but have been haven't been diagnosed. Oh really? Yeah. This is what I've heard. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. I'd actually quite like to look that up. Yeah. I might do that afterwards. Um <laughs> it's uh yeah, because it is it is a um an onset that exists primarily in women or is diagnosed more in women. Yeah. Um, what happened when <laughs> you went, you went on the long walk home. Yeah. I also know the feeling of, uh, when you're going, there is nowhere I can go where I'm going to be okay. There is nowhere I can go. And also the second that it happened, the seconds that then fall out, you're like, this is going to go on forever. This yeah. will never stop. And you're there. It's happened. 10 seconds have passed and you've gone, fuck, it's only been 10 seconds. How the hell am I going to do this? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's awful and feeling like you can't go anywhere, do anything, completely paralyzed, brain episode taking over. Did you speak to them? Um, so I'm trying to remember because it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not to sound like an old lady. Yeah. It's such, such a long time ago. It's such a long time ago. Um, I remember I did confront them, mm-hmm. but I think I left it a while. Yeah. And I think the person I confronted first was a close friend of mine. And I was like, why have you not told me? Mm. And their response was very much like, well, because you wouldn't have acted rationally. Right. Like, and it's not their fault. They like each other. They both like each other. He doesn't like you. Mm, oh like, God, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He doesn't like you, but he likes Fucking her. Bring a gun to a knife fight. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Holy cow. <laughs> so I remember vividly that I cried all night. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, I, it was one of those nights where you don't think you're going to sleep and then you do and you wake up and the pillow's like stuck to your face. Oh, no, with the... you, and you dream that actually it's okay and yeah. then you wake up and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, it's the worst, it's the worst. Yeah, and you just, you can't breathe because you've cried all night and yeah. you're just like full of like, ugh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And I remember being like, oh, God, I'm going to have to, like, show my face. I'm going to have to deal with stuff. I don't think I didn't go to school the next day. Mm. I mean, I didn't take a, I didn't take an authorised day off, I don't think. <laughs> I think I might have just, like... <laughs> just stayed there. Yeah. yeah. But also with BBD, you're being like, no one's going to notice anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no one cares if I'm there or not. No one cares. And I think, to be fair, at that point, I was like... Clearly, people are better off without me. Oh, yeah, always. Because, you know, clearly people actually are like, Kate's been standing in the way of these two people getting together mm, and living mm, their best life. Mm, mm. And so I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm sorry if my intense heartbreak mm, <laughs> mm. has... But I just thought, like, why not just tell me? Mm, I mean, I mean, mm. sure, I may not have acted rationally, but surely it's better than having mm. everyone know something that you don't. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there was things that happened after that and there's things that I think about now that I think also didn't help me to get over it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is um, it's something I write about in my books as well is sometimes the... The behaviour of men around breakups is not very clear cut. Nope. Um, and there is a thing that they do sometimes where they get they're in touch quite a lot. You know, like they're trying to keep you just in the back pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, for later. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they give you just enough to keep you yep. clinging to the hope mm. that it's yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna FaceTime later, maybe? Yes. Of course I want to FaceTime I, later. I love you. I want you. to fucking FaceTime later. <laughs> Should I help you move into your house? You know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that. I heard this guy going like, broke it off, broke my heart, and then was going like, do you want to watch a movie on FaceTime later? We can watch a movie together. What, like, Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that apart from the fact that you don't want me to get over you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, leave me alone yeah. <laughs> leave me alone let me be free even though everything you're going like oh my god yes absolutely I will really the like yeah. the conscious of the record is going like, oh, mate come on come on yeah. Yeah, yeah but at the same time they're offering you everything you want mm. um, and the high you get from that cannot be no <laughs> heroin ain't got nothing on that <laughs> and also it's because you go from that really low of being like this person doesn't want me yeah yeah this yeah this person yeah. wants nothing to do with me this person he doesn't like you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that he feeling. He doesn't like what? <laughs> um, to then that person being like, Are you okay? Do you want to have a chat? And you're like, Of course I want to chat. Oh my god, he loves me. <laughs> yeah. You do still love me. <laughs> he just needs to work it out, but you love me. Yeah. He just needs to realise. And this is what was happening, this kind of like mm. ouch, 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 ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and also the fact that I worked with this person mm. and you know. Um and just just things like I remember I started dating someone and he would come up to me and he'd be like, also, I, I hear you, you're dating someone. And I'd be like, 
what of it? Yeah. <laughs> and so? <laughs> but also, if he did want me back, I would break up with him in a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. because that kind of thing yeah. happens in your brain where you're like, I'm trying to move on, I'm trying to move on, I'm trying to move on. Hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Come back to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's like, it's really annoying. Like, it's the sort of thing that if it was happening to your friend you would turn to them and you would be like, no, mate, no, mm. no. Mm. This is, he is literally just keeping you in his back pocket for later in case something goes wrong yeah. or, you know. Do you know what it feels like? It feels like you're walking the wrong way on an escalator. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. You're just, I'm trying to move on, but I, I can't. I just keep falling backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if I stand still, it's going to yeah. go. So I can keep putting one foot in front of the other, but I am genuinely just in the same place. But then also there's a thing where when that person then doesn't contact you and you're used to them checking in, mm, mm. then you're like, why don't you want to talk to me? Yeah. And I need to I need to find a way to make you talk to me again because without that, all of my self-worth is gone again. All of it. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. And I just, I, I, I find it like absolutely infuriating looking back on situations. It's been more than one situation, like, you know, I'm a 38-year-old woman. There's been years of... <laughs> um, and I just think it's it's wild to me how many situations I did like that. Mm. Absolutely wild. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. And also those relationships aren't the only part of BPD. Like friendship relationships... Oh, friendship, that's... Yeah. ...are an absolute... Minefield. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. And it's something that doesn't get to, um, spoken about a lot. But, like, there is... There are actually... Things with beauty, like there is so much intensity, and you mm. do put so much. Um, uh, I've spoken about it before. I lost when I had my breakdown and ended up in recovery rehab. Um, I lost, like, I completely lost one of my best friends, mm. and then sort of two, three others. When, mm. And it was. I'm still, I'm still recovering. There are still times now when it's so, it's so painful that I can like barely breathe. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, especially female friendships Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. It's really, really hard. It's really fucking hard. I completely get that. And that, and yeah. How did you feel about her at that, that time? Um, just so betrayed and also made me really untrusting of people yeah which i think i already partly was yeah so i think that was even worse yeah yeah um and just very kind of i remember just thinking like how is it that no one else thinks this is a shitty thing to have done Mm -hmm. um but it's just it's the thing like um Similarly, when people sort of like, I'm not generalizing men, but men do it a lot, um, of like justifying their actions. Um, like when, uh, so Katie Green, do you know Katie Green? Mm. She's a comedian. No, she, I do not. She, she came on and she talked about how, um, uh, how much it was when she was walking down the street in LA and the guy she'd been seeing, they'd just been away for his birthday, blah, blah, blah. Um, her friend texts her with a screenshot of him on Tinder yeah um and the photo his like tinder photo was a photo that she'd taken like that weekend (laughs) 
Um, sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, but no, that but is, we were. But we, that is classic. classic. Like, and, and but the, and then the get out clause is, but oh, but we were never, we're never actually together. We never became official, and it's this kind of thing of going, don't justify your shitty behaviour with weird loopholes and language and yeah. labels by going no, because the thing is, you can say we never had the exact label that doesn't excuse from the fact that you know what you're gonna you know what you're doing is yeah. gonna hurt it's gonna hurt me and as much as you go nope it wasn't my fault because we were not together and we were broken up it still fucking hurts it doesn't it doesn't matter the fact that you didn't put a fucking post-it note on it yeah like and i think a lot of the time people and people around around everyone do that we, we all sort of justify things and um, go, oh no, you don't, you have no right to hurt because it wasn't this. But I think it's a way of people making themselves feel better, isn't oh, it? Because yeah. they don't want to believe that they're capable of hurting someone else yeah. at the same time. Yeah. But also it's like, we've all hurt people. Oh, we have all hurt, you know? we've all been hurt. Yeah. And I think like, it sort of helps more if you just admit to it mm. and you say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you, but I have hurt you. Yeah. And I know that's awful. But obviously, like, that doesn't happen in real life because it's... Yeah, because real life is sh shitty. Yeah. But, like, it's, it is exactly that. And actually taking the ownership over it, admitting that you've done something wrong is really hard because it's very embarrassing a lot of mm. the time. It's really embarrassing because we don't want to do things wrong. We don't want to admit that we're not, that we haven't behaved no. in exactly the right way. And it's why secrets happen. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and I have been, I'm one of the things that I am so pre-recovery um, when, uh, when I was really unwell and, um, very hard to forgive myself because like I do actually have like brain damage um and uh, <laughs> I know it's not funny but so don't like my brain is damaged um like I and was completely untreated undiagnosed I was doing things that I knew would hurt people I mm. knew would hurt people but and I was keeping secrets mm. and those when the secrets came out they really they fucking hurt people yeah. and I'm I'm so incredibly sorry. I'm so sorry that happened. I never ever meant to hurt anyone. But um when you know you're doing something wrong, it becomes easier to just keep it to yourselves because the collateral damage and the paperwork is so extensive. Yeah. But also like you were going through a really hard time. Oh, you had all worst. this stuff going on. And no one is perfect. Mm. No one can be perfect a hundred percent of the time. No, we've all done shitty things. And you know, all you can do is, my friend said to me once, all you can do is try to be better today than you were yesterday. Yeah. Which felt like such an amazing thing for someone to say to me when I was going through such a crap time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. true, actually. You yeah. could just try and be a bit better today than you were yesterday. Yeah. Um, and you're not always going to achieve that. Someone also said to me um, about the, the brushing the teeth analogy. Do you know that one? No, please. Um, so it's like, if you forget to brush your teeth once, do you just stop doing it? Oh yeah, lovely. Or do you just keep, Yeah. do you, and I was like, oh yeah, that's true actually. So if yeah. you like slip up in life, mm. it doesn't mean like you're like, it's over or whatever. Yeah, it means yeah. you just pick yourself back up and yeah. keep trying to be a better person. And do it again. Yeah. 
The wise man also said he just doesn't like you. <laughs> Look, he just doesn't like you. Okay. You need to get over it. <laughs> oh, it, I really, really feel for you on this situation because, like, it's, it's, it's... We, we all sort of, it's been happening for hundreds of years. People mm. thrive on gossip. And oh, they do. They thrive on someone being the centre of that. I think they quite like keeping it, keeping a secret that mm. everyone, you know, is mm. in on and, yeah. But don't tell her. Don't tell her. And don't everyone's watching and like watching this thing. And then it's, it's always great when something happens that's not the best and it happens to someone else mm. and it's really easy to point the finger and then go oh my god apparently she did this oh but she has no right to do this because she's fucking crazy or whatever yeah i've been called fucking crazy a lot usually by men yeah 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 same yep <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking crazy cool is he or were, were you just a narcissistic abuser yeah do do you think you had any part in any of and what happened any of this or no, no. are you just you know she's fucking crazy just an innocent bystander yeah. mate well i mean what's annoying now is i can go she's got brain damage <laughs> i'm like oh fuck <laughs> what a fucking card to play <laughs> well that's an awful thing to Imagine, do though. yeah well, that's awful. Yeah, I mean, that has been played at me, and it's um, that it sucks. But um, well, I think we know that that person's just straight up awful. That's tr- <laughs> straight up. That's He's straight up suck. Situation. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I do really, really feel for you in this situation because, and especially when people are sort of denying your right to be upset and and going, oh my god, she should be over this, or she mm. she has no right to do this because they were never they were never together or they were only together for a few weeks or whatever blah 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 so yeah. it doesn't when your brain works differently my brain works differently to your brain his brain works differently to her brain it's we're going to feel things differently and different things will hit harder remember my mum used to say to me because i was suffering really badly with relation like break up a relationship slaughter me yeah slaughter um like i can't i can't function at all mm. but when I, in COVID, I had appendicitis and How? got, oh yes, fucking awful. Got myself to the hostel, cut me open. I also have endometriosis. Like oh. it was like this huge clusterfuck of like, oh, by the way, you might not be able to have kids, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, cool, I get this. Whereas for another person that would have slaughtered and destroyed them. Mm. For me, I could handle that. And I remember my mum going, like ages ago going, if you can't handle a breakup, how are you going to handle, um, like I, I can't remember um, a car accident, but like, and I was it's like, it's different things, and your brain handles different things with more ease. Mm. Just because one may seemingly be worse than the other, you actually may be able to handle one situation than you would the other. Yeah, people always say I'm really good in a crisis. Yeah, but I cannot handle breakups and. Um, any kind of like friendship kind of like oh my god do you have this thing do you have it like if you think that a friend is cross at you do you yeah yeah i freak out freak out i think everyone hates me a lot of the time oh yeah yeah, to the point where i used to have a boss who knew knew this about me she was very very understanding Mm. and she'd be able to see it 
mm. on my face and she would um, literally come and put post-it notes on my computer that said no one hates you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I, like when I was in it going, I'm going to have to leave London because there are too many people who really hate me. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. And also like that's just, that will have spiralled from one small thought, yeah. right? There are too many people who hate me. If someone doesn't respond to a text message I've sent or something, I'm yeah. like, they hate me. I wonder what I've done. And then I, I, th I sit there thinking about things I could have possibly done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah. But this is the good thing about um, my husband is that he knows all of um, all of my mental illness. <laughs> um, and he is... He is wonderful. Oh, yeah? So he will see it happening. He'll like see it on my face and go, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, 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 What's yeah, yeah. going on? Speak it. <laughs> and then when I say like, oh, I think this person, he's like, he listens. Mm. He's very kind of like, you know, he never invalidates, mm, never mm, sort of goes, mm. you know. Don't be stupid. Yeah, yeah. Never that. He listens and he goes, okay, no, I don't think they are. Mm. I think this is what's going on. Um, and sometimes he'll be like, you know, and I also think you haven't slept for a couple of nights, you know, you're, mm. you're a, a little bit of a low ebb. And I just think I'm so lucky to have that mm. because I also have OCD mm. and he is very patient mm. Mm. with the fact that at night, sometimes before bed, it will take me hours mm. of not being able to, mm -hmm. to settle to, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he is very, very patient. He also notices when there's things around the house that I will not touch. And he'll go, I've noticed that you're not touching that bowl in the kitchen. Is there a reason? And I'll be like, oh, God, how do you do that every time? I love it. Oh, my God. It's such a fucking heaven. Um, yeah. It, it's also really hot. It's, but, you know. It's also so fit. It's like such a hottie. <laughs> my only qualm is that the cat prefers him. Oh, really? Yeah, fuming. Yeah. But, you know, you can't have everything. I don't know where my cat's gone, actually. So, no, he was in here. He wasn't in here. Probably causing havoc. Um, yeah, I constantly think that everyone fucking hates me. Yeah. Um, I've also really have to come to terms with the fact that, as an adult, one of the biggest lessons is that some people just aren't going to like you, and that's okay. But I don't know why... I care that there are people out there and actually friends who I, people who I was friends with, who I've been like, who have cut me out of their life or rejected me. And I don't like them. I never liked them to begin with. But it still gets you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I care so much about the fact that even though I don't like you, I think what you're saying is, is, is wrong and not, and cruel Mm. And yet I feel the need to apologise to you and yeah. make it okay, even yeah. though I don't like you. Do you think it's something to do with the, um, like, approval thing and have it, and needing to... I think to... it's control as well. Yeah. I don't like the idea that someone out there thinks these things. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've definitely got better at accepting that some people are not, are not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not for them. They are not for me. Um, but, you know, like... Tories and yeah. know, bad people. Yeah. Nazis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, those people. Yeah. Not for me. It's all right. And that's fine. Um, but then having said that, if I'm in a situation and I meet someone I've not met before, I will become very kind of like, God, I really hope this person likes me. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And it takes over so much of it. Even the guy at the weekend I was telling you about earlier who told me that he thinks cats are awful oh, yeah. and that yeah. he thinks my cat's evil. Yeah. I was like, God, I hope you like me. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I know you think my cat's evil, but I really hope you don't think that I'm evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, complete, I, get, I completely get it. I, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like, there are some people... Who can just happily go, oh, this person who was my friend doesn't even be my friend anymore. Salavi, move on. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I, I like lie awake, seething about it. I, I lie awake going, what have I done? Why yeah. can't I? Why am I so unlikable? Why doesn't this person like me? What, yeah, yeah, what yeah. did I do that made them not like me? Yeah. Um, yeah. I did read actually um, Elizabeth Day's book, Friendaholic. Mm -hmm. Very good for this. Oh, great. Okay. Um, Again, a, a purchase from my husband. Lovely. Um, so fit. <laughs> so fit. <laughs> just like, just being really understanding about mental health issues just is so sexy. Um, yeah, so he, yeah, God, what a guy. Yeah. Um, he bought me Elizabeth Day's Friendaholic and I started reading it and I thought, so other people that don't have borderline personality disorder mm -hmm. also have friendship breakups. Yes. Oh, it is not an exclusively BPD thing. That's so good to know, isn't it? Yeah. I wept. Oh my god, because friendship breakups are the worst, and I keep on thinking I'm the only person who's ever experienced it ever. It's horrendous. It's awful because, and I think friendship breakups are worse mm. than relationship mm. um, than you well, know. Because you sexy lose, breakup. you lose more more people. It yeah, feels. like you lose your friendship group a lot of the time like it's fucking rough. It's, you know and also i think with the with the sexy breakups you can be like okay so that person <laughs> i can think of what to I call know, them like, <laughs> the, the, the breakups that involve intercourse <laughs> i was almost going like that these breakups <laughs> sorry these ones. For, for the listeners <laughs> Kate, Kate is jamming a finger into a, a little round hole simulating <laughs> sex <laughs> Imagine Just a bagel and a pencil. <laughs> what was that? Oh, my God. It was um, Take Me Out and the strap line used to be, will the sausage meet the roll or something? What? Guys, stop it. Stop Please it. don't call my don't. vagina a roll. A roll. Sausage going to meet a roll. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I've forgotten where I was going. About friendship, friend the holidays. Yes. Yeah. And I do think friendship breakups are worse because the the sexy breakups, you can be like, okay, that person doesn't fancy me. Yeah. And obviously that was a huge part of it. But friendship breakups is more, even more kind of like, this has to be my personality. Yeah. This has to be who I am. Yeah. Because that, that's, with friendship breakups, it's not like you are each other's chosen person at that time and you're going, you're not actually the person I'm going to choose to spend my life with. It's like, mm. I, you're not the person I'm going to choose to spend like one one or two days a month with. Yeah, like any time with. Uh, I'm not even going to waste my text messages yeah. on you sort of thing. I'm going to get this book. I'm going to link it down below, but I'm going to get this book. It's it's really good. It's, I loved it. Um, this point in the podcast, uh, we've we've talked, we've talked a lot about a lot of things. Sorry. No, no, I love it. It's actually it's <laughs> my favourite ever. Um, but uh, with, with everything, mental health, BPT, all of it, what are the things about you that you really love and cherish? Things about me I really love and cherish. 
Good God, what an awful question. I know, it's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> I love watching people squirm. Uh, things about me I really love and cherish. Um, I can be quite funny. I <laughs> I have not been on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, well, I haven't set you up for a lot of, of one-liners. I was trying to work out what I talk about and I was like, I could talk about that or I could talk about when I lost my virginity and the guy I lost my virginity to had sex with someone else an hour later. What? <laughs> yes. Thank God, no, please save that for your next novel. Please, God. I want to read about that in detail. Which, when I mentioned that to people, they were like, dear God, that did not happen. <laughs> oh, I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it did. Did happen. That's mental. That is mental. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That is that's horrendous. <laughs> how do you think you ended up with low self-esteem, Kate? No idea. Um, I love how we've dodged that question as well mm. by just telling you something completely that I knew would distract you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Take it back. Um, I, I, yeah. So I can be funny. Yeah. Um, that was a good example of how you're funny. <laughs> Thank you. That segue was great. Um, I can be funny. I um, don't think there's anything else I like about myself. I've got a great rack. Yep. Um, Nice. That's what Helen Bauer said as well. Really? Yeah, I like Helen Bauer. Yeah, she said, she was like, I can't remember what her bra size was, but she was like, I'm a something something. And that's really hard to get. I love that so much because that's literally like going like yeah yeah, yeah. it's really hard to get. like I've won the jackpot here yeah 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 I'm um, like five foot three and that's really hard to be <laughs> why is it so hard to find things about I love that um, my cone head has just pushed these off um that's why right. is it it's so I I just insulted myself are you a good are you a good cat mother oh, I'm such a good cat mother there we go. I'm so much better than his father, who he prefers. I know, it's annoying that, isn't it? Yeah. Mickey Mickey really likes my boyfriend, and my boyfriend fucking hates him. Hates him. But they love people that don't like them, yeah. because they're a challenge. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> literally, <laughs> say. literally second us. He just doesn't like you. He's like a red rag yeah, to yeah, a yeah. bowl. <laughs> he, just, he just doesn't like you. But if I can make him like me... <laughs> then I'll be a worthwhile that, person. Then I'll be a real girl. <laughs> yeah. That is exciting. The thing is, though, you think we're exaggerating. We're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally not at all. Also, please like us. Please. <laughs> I mean, Kate, Kate brought um, brought a present for Mickey in the shape of some treats. So he likes you. He probably likes because you. Because I wanted him to yeah, like yeah, yeah. me. Desperate. <laughs> he smelled that a mile off. That's why he's not here anymore. <laughs> so she's desperate. Oh, she's fucking eager. <laughs> Just as on his little WhatsApp group being like, guys, never guess what. Needy. <laughs> Oh Christ! Um, no, I love. I think I think both those things, being funny and being a good cat mother, are two really, really good ones. Oh, thank there you. There we go. Yeah, thanks. Um, and we have another portion of the podcast that we like to call "Thank You Letters." We ask you to express gratitude for a person, a place, or a thing, or one of all three, um, or one, whatever, whatever you want. But something, somewhere, someone for which you are grateful. My husband. Love it. He's so fit. Very grateful for him. So fit. So hot. So fit. Yeah. Buys books. <laughs> so good. It's, it's good egg. Yeah. Uh, my cat is... Uh, What's your cat's name? Angus. Oh, yes, you said that. Brilliant. He, um, yeah, he's like the best thing ever. Mm. And also, if I'm having a bad day, sometimes I just look at him and he's got these really like round, wide eyes. Yeah. And sometimes I look at him and I'm like, whatever's going on, it's probably not as bad as 
what's going on. So, yeah, <laughs> you look, he sort of has this constant face of alarm. Have you seen Everything <laughs> Everywhere All at Once? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's, I it's, really want it's to see it. It's very good, but there's this thing about the everything bagel, about everything in the world being on this bagel, and it's sort of this, like, swirling mass of, <laughs> like, terror. Imagine that's what's going on behind his eyes. I, th- I think it is. I yeah. genuinely think he walks around the world just being like, this is too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I have so many feelings. <laughs> And his head's so small. Um, so, yeah, that would be my thing. I love I think. it. Or is it... Should you call a cat a thing? Do you know what? Do you know what? It, it can be both. He's not a person. He's not a person. No, let's be honest. He's, he, is not, he isn't a person. He's an animal. Yeah. 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 I, maybe I should include that in the lineup. An- animal you're grateful yeah. for. I know it's people, places and things, but people, places, things and... Livestock. (laughs) (laughs) For which you are grateful. Is there anything that is happening for you at the moment that you could talk about? A lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, (laughs) Personally, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Um, He's like me. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no. um, So I've just had a book come out called Murder on a School Night, Mm -hmm. which is a... Um, young adult comedy murder mystery and all the murders are committed with uh, menstrual products or involving menstrual products in some way. I just, I, I would like to say that I made a really good joke before the podcast started. <laughs> you did. Which I, I'm now going to repeat because I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, don't, don't waste it. Don't, don't waste that material. Kate said to someone on, was it like Google reviews, went, yeah, how, how do you kill someone with a tampon? To which I said, have you heard of toxic shock syndrome? <laughs> And now it's not as funny as it was, but it was very funny. Because also toxic shock syndrome, not that funny. Not that funny. (laughs) Really unfunny. (laughs) But for some reason, we both really laughed in the kitchen. Um, (laughs) Please like me. (laughs) Please like me. Um, Yeah, so it is murder uh, murder on a school night. Murder on a school night. Murder on a school night. And I have an adult book coming out soon. Are we allowed to know the title? Yes, it's called You May Now Kill the Bride. (gasps) Oh, yes. I saw a... On the on the Google, I saw a picture of it. Did you? Yeah, that's exciting. Well, I get excited when people know things yeah. that I've done. Um, it's nice, isn't it? It's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's what? Really weird. Someone gave me a little intro the other day. I was like, "How oh, do you know these things?" <laughs> Stalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Um, yeah, how you may now kill the bride is a. It's another comedy murder mystery. It's for grown ups, and it's. Um, this group of women, they've been friends their whole lives, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't necessarily like each other anymore. Oh, my gosh. And then they Relatable. yeah, and they get to the Hindus stage of life and people start dying. <gasps> and then, um, yeah. I smell Channel 4 coming and knocking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I want to say thank you so much for coming today. Thank it's you been for having me. a wonderful, wonderful conversation. Um, uh, I've just looked over at the timer and it said exactly one hour, which is perfect. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for being here. Thank I you. loved it. Um, and I will link everything down below. So please take a look and give a good review. <laughs> <laughs> please like us. <laughs> Thank you. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.